Let's begin this week as we continue our daily Bible reading in the book of Leviticus in the Old Testament. We're in Leviticus chapter 25 uh, today. So Leviticus has really given us a, a great picture of our relationship with God, of God providing for us. It's a, it's a great picture of God's grace to us, about God being the giver of all things. And in our relationship with God, that, that God gives and, and we receive, and then we're good stewards of what God has given to us. Um, and, and, and so it gives us a, a great picture of that. Uh, it also gives us a picture of the rhythm and, and the way God ordains things and the way God orders things. This, this goes all the way back to Genesis 1 and 2, where in seven days God creates the world and then he rests on that seventh day. So this seven-year pattern just keeps coming up over and over again. Just as we today still have a seven-day week, you know, where, where in the world does that come from? The cycle of our months and our years are based upon, you know, the moon and the sun, which, by the way, God put there. And if you read Genesis 1 and 2 again and how God uh, created the world, he put the sun and the moon and the stars there to govern the seasons. And, and of course, our day is governed by the, by the rotation of the earth. Again, something that God set up. Um, but in this order that God gives, he's, he's always consistent and there's this orderly fashion to, to the week. So we read just uh, last week about God saying, you know, every seven days you come and you worship me. You set aside that day. Well, now God's going to do the same thing in the same order of the way God sets things up in both how they uh, how they're to take care of the land and then uh, physically of the land itself every seventh year letting it uh, not be worked but letting it rest in that time and then after uh, a group of seven seven so after 49 years the next year the 50th year is a jubilee year jubilee by the way coming from the hebrew word for a horn and the blowing of their or the blowing of that horn because that's how they signaled that that year they trumpeted that and think of the think of the long trumpets that have been a part of our history and the, the history of monarchies uh, um, that that went along. So God's announcing that uh, too. So he starts out, first of all, with the land saying, um, reminding them uh, again that their their land is not their land. It's God's land that he gave, that, gave to them, but it always belongs to God. Ownership is always God's. We don't own anything. We You find that out uh, very graphically when we die, because when we die, we give it all up. We can't take any of it with us. Um, but God's the owner of all things, and actually that's a great thing. Uh, because uh, when we become owners, it just it simply goes to our head uh, too easily, or or we worry about it so much, we get consumed with it, uh, and then it it, they, it brings the worst out in us, in in our sin and in our lives. Uh, but but to be stewards of the things that God has given to us. So so here we go, and then we bring in this whole jubilee year too, and and jubilee is a reminder again that jubilee year that God owns everything, that God gives great gifts to us, and and the fact that in the Jubilee year, everything returns back is a beautiful example of what Christ has done for us. We lost everything in the fall. We lost our relationship with God, but Jesus is our Jubilee. Jesus bought us back. He brought us back into a relationship with God, and it's totally by the grace of God. So, um, so back to uh, back to God's ownership of everything, which is really what this chapter reminds us of. Um, and God brings that up quite a number of times as he, he reminds them that he's the one that brought them into this land. Look at verse uh, 23. The land is mine, for you are strangers and sojourners with me. Um, he reminds them again uh, later on 
in the chapter, verse 38, I am the Lord your God who brought you out of the land of Egypt to give you the land of Canaan and to be your God. Verse 42, he says, for, for they are my servants whom I bought, or uh, you are my servants whom I bought, brought out of the land of Egypt. Uh, they shall not be sold as slaves, a reminder of that. And then the very end of the chapter, for it is to me that the people of Israel are servants. They are my servants whom I brought out of the land of Egypt. I am the Lord your God. And then the other thing we see too is just how not only God is the owner, how much God has given to us, but also that we can trust God. So in the in the seventh year when they leave the land, uh, they don't work it. God says, trust me that the land is going to produce enough for you to be able to eat. You're not going to go hungry. That's part of what stewardship says too, is not only am I to be a good steward of what God has, but I trust God that as he's blessed me in the past, he's going to continue to bless me, um, uh, bless me uh, today. So, um, Now remember too that God has a unique relationship with the with the nation of Israel at this time. It's not like today where we have a separate government and then a separate church, and they each have their roles and their responsibility. Here, really, church and 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 uh, government are together. That's why God said to them at the fiftieth year. All land goes back to its original owners. In other words, God is going to restore, God is going to provide for them, and they are to remember that they don't own anything anyway. And so if they had the opportunity to buy it, or um, if a person came to, into hard times and they had to sell their land in order to take care of themselves, um, God is going to make sure that that land was restored uh, to them. Um, the other thing I want you to do, notice too, when you get into the section on redemption, notice the importance of family. Now, family goes all the way back to Genesis. When God created us, he created us in family. Adam and Eve, be fruitful and multiply. Take care of family. So the idea of Redeemer, that if someone in your family uh, ran into hard times, you're responsible to care for them and, and redeem that land and buy it back on their behalf. Because you're not the owner anyway. God's the owner of all things. And, and being good stewards means that we look at what we have as a gift from God and we use it uh, for the care of ourselves, but also for the care of others if we have the opportunity to do that. Um, you remember the story of Ruth in the, in the New Testament, or in the Old Testament, is a good example of that. Um, Ruth's uh, husband was, uh, or husband-to-be, was a, a kinsman redeemer um, who bought her back and bought back her mother and, and bought back that land and married her and restored her to that. And in that way, um, he becomes a type of Jesus Christ who came into our family, became our brother, that he might buy us back and bring us back into the family of God. You'll also notice reference to uh, to slaves, and, and you have to, have to kind of remember that this is different than the kind of slavery in many ways that we saw in America. When God talks about servants or slaves here, first of all, he's saying, if you own them, remember, ownership means responsibility. You're responsible to care for them. You're responsible to look out for them. So it wasn't the kind of slavery that we witnessed here in America, uh, nor a degrading uh, kind of thing. There was great responsibility that went along with that. But also notice, too, the importance of work. Um, if you ran into a debt, um, and the, the way that you pay that off is you continue to work. There were no handouts, no no giveaway. Uh, someone noticed that in uh, in the earlier uh, chapters too uh, about how uh, to leave the edges of the land open, and then someone would come and, and the poor would come, and they would actually harvest that themselves. There's no handout. There's always work involved. Work is important for us. Work is a gift from God too. If you look back at the beginning of time. 
when, when God put Adam and Eve in the garden, he put them there to work it. Work is a blessing from God for us. Um, it reminds us of, of where these gifts come from. Um, it makes us value them more. It makes us better people when we're busy in the work that we're given. Uh, Solomon noticed that in Ecclesiastes, he remember when he studied that uh, as, as well. Um, so here's a great chapter on reminding us of God being owner of all things and, and us being blessed with being stewards of the gift that God has given to us. So God bless you as you continue reading in his word.